Hola amigos, bienvenidos a Too Much of Half. Hoy abrimos el podcast con una muy buena noticia por parte de Rodrigo y platicamos un poco de la cultura laboral entre México y Estados Unidos. Al igual platicaremos un poco de nuestra experiencia actual en el trabajo en tiempos de COVID. Oye, felicidades con tu trabajo nuevo. Ay, gracias. Sí, sí, estuve mucho tiempo nerviosito. ¿Cuánto llevaste, cuánto estuviste unemployed? Agosto, septiembre y octubre, sí. O sea, tres meses. ¿Y qué estuviste haciendo en todo ese tiempo? Picándome los mocos. No, pues, o sea, lo usaba como, me despertaba y buscaba trabajos todo el día casi. ¿Y cómo diste con este trabajo? Es una compañía que yo los veía en YouTube porque es una academia de robótica. Y entonces en mi máster, no entendías algo, pues lo intentaba buscar en internet. Y era como la única compañía que tenía videos. Y pues yo lo seguí, ¿no? ¿Sabes? Agregué al Newsteller y todas estas cosas. O sea, mandaban emails como cada semana. Y un día mandaron uno de... Ah, estamos buscando a un developer que sepa esto y esto y esto. Y pues yo sabía eso porque eso estudié. Y le mandé un email y me hizo un examen. Tuve que hacer como programar una cosa. Y después me entrevistó y ya. Wow. Y empecé a los cuatro días. ¡Qué padre! Sí. ¡Qué cool! O sea, que bien. haber sido como fan de ellos y luego terminas trabajando para ellos. Sí, o sea, es que... Bueno, fan, no, pero... <risa> bueno, o pero sea, era, que pues veías... Muy útiles. Sí, Ajá, sí. eran... eran y era, es como la única compañía que está haciendo eso ahorita. O sea, se cuenta que es como de estos, los ads que ves en YouTube antes de que empiece tu video, de que aprende a programar y así. Uh -huh. Pues es eso, es eso casi casi, pero para robótica. Ya, yeah, ok. Pues empezaron una nueva como feature, armaron un laboratorio con robots reales. Y o sea, el alumno o quien sea se puede meter desde internet y va a ver el robot real porque va a ser como un live stream y aparte vas a ver la cámara que está viendo el robot y todos sus sensores como para aprender y meter tu programa y eso y ver si funciona porque hay mucha gente que pues, quiere aprender pero vive en Bangladesh o algo así entonces no tiene un robot y ahí lo puedes probar y yo me encargo de eso, de ese laboratorio wow qué o padre sea, ajá y que sirvan los robots y y que, o sea, como que, o sea, que esté funcionando todo siempre y ahorita estoy ayudando a lanzarlo, ¿sabes? Ya, yeah. ah. entonces sí tienes que estar ahí físicamente, ¿verdad? Sí tienes que estar yendo. Sí, sí, aunque está bien padre la compañía porque me dan mi, o sea, tú tienes tu propio horario y soy el único que va, bueno, la, hay gente que va el martes, <coughs> pero yo soy el único que voy todos los días. Y está bien porque yo soy muy de, yo soy como muy... No flojo, pero como, o sea, prefiero tener un lugar al ir al trabajar, o sea, a trabajar uh -huh. y no, porque aquí siento que no haría nada. ¿Hoy te queda cerca? Sí, me queda como 20 minutos. ¿En, ¿En metro o...? En metro. Bueno, me iría en bici, pero no tiene rueda, entonces me tengo que comprar una rueda. O sea, te robaron tu asiento la vez que yo fui y ahora no tiene sí. rueda. ¿También te la robaron sí, o no, qué? No. Sí. No manches. Pues es que el único día que no le pongo el... Tengo dos condados, uno uh -huh. que se pone al metal y otro del, del como del marco de la bici a la rueda. Y el día que no le pongo ese me lo chingaron. No manches. Pero sí me voy a comprar una parte con... Estamos de nuevo en estado de alarma. Yo creo que va a ser un asco 
el metro. No, o sea, sí, es mejor, es mejor no andar en va el metro. Menos. Uh -huh. Exacto, va a ser mejor, mejor me voy en bici. Y en bici llego en 10 minutos. De hecho, está en la Sagrada Familia, o sea, lo veo de ahí. Entonces, eso voy a hacer. Pero está súper padre. Llevo dos semanas. Tus felicidades, qué padre. Gracias. ¿A ti cómo te va en, en tus trabajos? Pues bien, lo, lo padre. Todo remoto, entonces no tengo que estar físicamente en ningún lado. Es nomás ya cuando tenemos que hacer contenido físicamente. O sea, si son shoots, cosas así, pero nomás. Y tienes que, tipo, contratar un modelo o le pides a alguien que esté ahí Depende. Para las fotos. Ajá, o como tú que... eres el de las fotos. Yo soy la yo modelo todo, no te Ajá. Pienso. No, no, es. Este, bueno, o sea, si son chanclas y necesitas algún pie, pues no necesitarás un modelo, ¿sí? uh -huh. No, pues nomás alguien que tenga pies bonitos. <risa> <risa> este, pero sí, o sea, es, depende. O sea, hay veces que sí se tiene que contratar, a veces es de que una amiga, un amigo, pues igual también depende. Hay modelos que son muy caros y unos muy baratos. Pues sí, yo sería baratito. Ha de ser padre ser modelo, ¿no? Pues, no sé. Pues sí, porque significa que estás bien guapo. Ajá. Bueno, pues te sí. quitas esa preocupación. Ajá. Oye, ¿cómo está diferente tu trabajo allá en Barcelona al que tenías en California? Pues fíjate que en este no tengo tantos... Bueno, hay uno dos... Pues que somos ocho. Somos muy poquitos. Y hay dos de Brasil, uno de Nigeria... Una de China y los demás de Barcelona. Entonces, Muy pues hablamos en inglés en las juntas y así. Pero la forma en que trabajan sí es diferente. Porque aquí es, tú te haces tu horario. O sea, tú puedes ir a la hora que quieras. Pero tienes que acabar las tareas cuando están determinadas. O sea, tenemos un sistema que se llama Asana. Le asignas tareas a todo el mundo y tú tienes tus tareas y tú te las haces a ti mismo. Si eres un genio y lo haces en dos horas, pues trabajas dos horas y te vas. Uh -huh. Y en donde trabajaba en Estados Unidos, pues era tipo de 8 a 5. Ocho uh -huh. a cuatro, de hecho. Y pues era con gente ya más grande. O sea, yo era el más joven por 20 años. Yo era como el computer savvy. <ríe> Porque todo el mundo era como más... No mames, tenía un compañero de trabajo. Tenía unos, tendrá unos 60 años. Y así le abría, le abría yo Excel y, y me volteaba a ver y me decía, oh my God, sí, you, you know all the technology. Y, le, y le una, un día le, le, le dije que podía, le podía hablar a Siri para preguntarle cosas porque... Y, se me quedó, y le dije, y me dice, ¿Cómo? vamos a pétele aquí, pregúntale Siri. Y, y se me quedó viendo como si le hubiera dicho... Le hubiera enseñado una bruja, güey. Ajá. Entonces, o sea, y aquí en este, yo soy el pendejo que no sabe todavía de nada de muchas cosas. Entonces, los demás son como super coders. Ajá. Y yo estoy como aprendiendo de ellos. Ya, yeah, okay. O sea, que es completamente lo opuesto. Ya. Yeah. A mí me pasaba lo mismo, así como los horarios. O sea, cuando trabajaba en San Diego, que sí es de que el 9 to 5. Y no te puedes salir ahí, aunque ya hiciste tu trabajo, estás al tanto de todo... Tienes que estar ahí y así. Y, pero el de México, cuando estuve allá, es como que horarios flexibles. Entonces, como que gente entraba a cualquier hora. Como que siento que terminas trabajando más. 
cuando son flexibles, porque luego te sientes mal de irte temprano, aunque ya estuviste ocho horas en la oficina, o sea, mucha gente se queda más tarde, y yo de que, bueno, yo ya me voy, yo... <risa> sí, te sientes mal por irte porque nadie se ha ido. Sí, entonces la gente se está quedando ahí y se queda, se queda. Siento que en México la gente trabaja muy buen, o sea, y el sueldo está bien gacho. Y en Estados Unidos siento que no trabajaba tanto y, o sea, sí tenía que estar ahí las ocho horas, pero mi sueldo estaba pues mil, me mil veces mejor y era como principiante, o sea, primero me metí yeah. en el trabajo como una intern. Y luego ya fui subiendo que ya full time y luego ya que con, o sea, ya con contrato, que me dieron de que seguro, médico y todo, uh -huh. de que paid, paid time off y eso. Este, en Estados Unidos como que se divide mucho tu trabajo y tu vida, ¿sabes? O sea, como que trabajas de, de 9 a 5 y ya, o sea, dejas, yeah, no, nadie no. contesta su correo, nadie contesta mensajes, no, o sea, ya estás como que en tu vida. Y en México no. Y en México siento que como que puedes, te pueden estar, si sigues trabajando durante el día, como que you don't clock out. Y en, yeah. en Estados Unidos, sí. Pues sabes que México es el país que más trabaja. ¿En Creo serio? que es una estadística, déjame buscarla. A ver, sí. Para no, ¿dónde es así? Para no sí, engañar a nuestros, Ajá. para no engañar a nuestra audiencia. Mierda, somos el tercer lugar. ¿Cuál el es el primer primero? lugar? Es Colombia. Países con más horas de trabajo semanal de la OCDE. Turquía en segundo lugar y México en tercero. Y con menos horas, primer lugar, Países Bajos, segundo, Dinamarca y tercero, Noruega. Ay, qué padre. O sea, porque también tienen como 30 días de paid time off. Yo tengo un mes de vacaciones. ¿En serio? Sí. ¿Y te pagan ese mes? Sí, sí. Eh, bueno, por ahorita me paga a mí un poquito. Y también me están haciendo esto que tú dijiste del seis meses de como trial. Uh -huh. I think in Mexico, how many days do people get off on average? I think it's I think like, like eight. Weeks. I mean, I've never worked in Mexico. So I don't have an input from that side. That's so strange that being Mexican and you've never worked in Mexico. But I mean, well, at the I've same worked, time, it makes like, sense like a kid job because I left when I was so young but I worked in like I was a camp counselor and mm -hmm. like a swim instructor <laughs> things like that yeah it's shitty the starting to work that's why so many people I mean like you included I guess are starting their own thing like my brother used to work at a an architecture firm in Mexico City and then he decided to start his own business like he takes pictures of architecture mm -hmm. like that's architectural photography mm -hmm. and i mean that's what he does now and i mean i'm jealous of him no, i'm really proud of him too because he got like his business up and running and mm -hmm. he got a drone like yours now mm -hmm. to take pictures of like that's so cool and, and like i keep hearing of people like doing their own thing in mexico or like trying like even if it's like not like the biggest plan in the world but you know like another way of making some money yeah because it's so it's like a lot more difficult than in the u.s where you can just you know land a job and you're set mm -hmm. i think before it was 
yeah, like the culture of work was more having a, a, a like a really good job in a big corporate company and like you get a good salary and then you get pay raises and um, you're covered met like with your insurance and stuff. And that was like the dream. Like for me being in marketing, like that's how I would see myself being in a big company. Maybe now like I would imagine like a startup, like for example, my dream company to work in was like airbnb youtube or like even bumble i even got an interview for bumble but it was it was like that was kind of like my aim but now it's cool that like what you said i think um quarantine has got us all locked down and being like okay you know i have nothing else to lose let, let me just start my own shit and see where it takes off and i think that's the feeling i got like you know what like fuck it i'm just gonna start and I mean the cool thing was I started with my partner and I think that's really nice when you start a business with someone you get like more support like you don't feel so alone like I wouldn't imagine doing it by myself I don't think I could have pulled it off so it's nice mm -hmm. to work with someone it's so cool to be like independent you get like you're in control you control the money coming in the money coming out Because as an employee, you can never see how much exactly the company's making. Maybe in bigger companies, they do, like, publicly show it. But, yeah, that's cool. I've never seen that, for example, because mm -hmm. I've never had my own thing. Yeah, I But... think that's, like the, the, like, the most interesting thing. Well, one of them. And then just, I mean, what you think when having your own thing is that um, you're like, oh, now I have free time or like I'm in control of my time and stuff but in the end like you are working all day I mean I'm working all day and like on weekends and stuff but it doesn't feel like a job like I, I don't feel like uh like pro I don't procrastinate on this is like, your my thing. job yeah because it's like if I don't do it then no one else will you know I mean me and my partner we divide a lot of of our things In the end, like, we each have responsibilities that we have to do. And if we don't do them, no one else will. So it's like, you can't really procrastinate. Mm -hmm. So I think, but it's, yeah, it's nice. And I and it's nice to be seen, like you said, about your brother. Um, I think I'm also seeing that a lot. I've seen a lot of people doing their own thing in these past few months. And it's pretty cool. Yeah. It is, but, you know, it's also, like, I'm not saying that's the way to go or it's better or something, because, like, some people may not even have the option, you know? Yeah, it just depends they on the inter pay industry you're in. Because there are things yeah, that you can't start off situation. by yourself. Well, that's true, yeah. At least, like, you can start, like, the tiniest thing, and all you have to do is put in time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what if you have two kids and... Your wife hates you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it just, you can't put excuses on 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 something you actually want to do. Like, like that example of, oh, I have two kids and my wife hates me. Don't put that in front of what you want to achieve. Like, put it aside. Like, that's... Yeah, like, just hide your kids. Just put them in... Yeah, just, like, put them in a, like, put them in in a the room. closet, you know? And yeah. just work. 
<laughs> just like yeah like whatever if you really want to do something you can't really put it, um people especially like your kids as an excuse suck it up if you really want it go get it and if you think it's too much to handle then it's too much to handle yeah but sometimes like it's harder for people to just go and do it that's what i'm trying to say like well, I think it's discipline. I think it's discipline and consistency. So what do you do for that? What do you what do you do for to stay disciplined and to uh force yourself to be more productive and not just fuck off and I think there are habits that when you like you apply discipline to one habit then and you realize that you can achieve it. Like an example for me that when I started to run, I was a year ago and like when you start seeing that with discipline and consistency, you can actually start running, which I thought it was impossible for to run more than like a minute. You walked for like six days once with me. What? You walked for like six days straight. Yeah, even once. like there I didn't have any, any. I know. <laughs> yeah, we, when we, we did the Salcantay trek in Peru to get to Machu Picchu and I didn't have any stamina. No, but your knee was fucked up. Like you had actual, like a jo like a joint problem or yeah, something. Yeah, like my knee was fucked. I was in pain, and then I did. You were get getting massages by the by our our sensei, our our guide. I know, was, like massaging <laughs> was such my a knee. Nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> so and I could like, keep walking. Cocoa leaves, because I also had altitude sickness, so that sucked. But in then. I mean, I did get to Machu Picchu. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. my two nails fell off. My toenails. I remember I hit you on the. Boots. I hit you on the foot, and you looked at me like on accident. Obviously, uh -huh. we were we were like having dinner somewhere, and you looked at me like, I, I just like you. killed your mother. <laughs> you just like looked at me like, what the fuck? Like I'm sorry, I didn't. I like barely touched it. You speak. You speak at me for like two hours. <laughs> like literally, I didn't have a nail, and you like step on it. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. That was bad. But anyways, going back to discipline, discipline while running. Yeah, so that like realizing that you can do it, like something like that, like small. But like, what do you do like in the day? Like, for example, I use this thing called the Pomodoro technique, mm -hmm. you know, where like I turn off my phone, mm -hmm. I have an amp because I'm really terrible at focusing. Mm -hmm. And if I'm working alone and from home, I don't work from home, but I mm -hmm. work alone and I have my phone and all these distractions, like I won't get anywhere. What I do is turn off my phone <clears throat> for an hour and then I rest 10 minutes and I do whatever I want. I like go to the bathroom, I stretch my legs. I'll like go on Instagram if I want to or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then I turned it back off. Um. So like, unless I do that and like I force myself and I even like write it a contract. Like, mm -hmm. I like write like I will focus for 60 minutes straight <laughs> and I sign it and I put it like right in front of me. So if I'm like tempted to like look at Your something phone. else, mm -hmm. it's like it, like I feel worse. Yeah. So like, my techniques have 
have always changed because I do like mm-hmm. I would watch a lot of TED talks like how to be more productive mm-hmm. or like read books of like productivity and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think what I do now, so for my work, I need to I work with a lot of people. Like I need to be I, I'm actually like a lot on WhatsApp. Like if you're gonna gonna talk to me on WhatsApp, mm-hmm. you're most likely gonna see me online. Like I'm always on WhatsApp. So what I do to be like productive, like my first thing is to always respond really fast to people because I need to first put priority on on tasks that people need me, if that makes sense. But it's like always like I put people first. So I always respond fast, like on WhatsApp. Like if I'm working with you, like I try to like respond as quick as possible. And then like um, before for my tasks, like I always have my tasks written down and then I'm like going through them. I would take a lot of time organizing them like which one's more important because I also saw like this technique that is 80-20 what is the 20% of things that you need to do going to give you the 80% results so like if you have 10 tasks what two of those tasks are going to give you a lot more results but then I saw a TED talk that talks about like how computers work like when you're tasking the computer to do like this and that and that and like they're doing all these things at the same time they don't or the computer doesn't order things in the the most important thing they they do the things that the moment that you ask them to so now like when i see my task it doesn't matter how important or how little it is in the end i have to do it i just look at the list and i'm just like boom that okay and it's just like a little thing like change this font to this okay done and i get scared like of the most difficult tasks because I'm like oh fuck I'm not, not gonna know how to do that and I try and go like early in the morning and that's the first thing I do like I don't even look at my emails or anything I just like I'll be like all right I'm gonna sit and I'm gonna stay here for two hours and just like grind it out and if I can't at least I like, got like I learned something but it's a struggle for like you know it's like an everyday thing it's it's crazy that's I think what I'm trying to say Running is hard. Working out is hard, like, to keep it consistent. So once you master that, you can master to be consistent and disciplined in other parts of your life. Glad I'm not the only one that feels like that sometimes. Like, oh, like, I'm shitty. I can't do it. Like, I'm always, like, giving myself a hard time about, you got to be more productive. You know, you got to be more disciplined i think it's it's also been really exhausting i think for everyone like for me it happens like a lot i ask myself what would i be doing if the pandemic wouldn't be happening right now it's a really harsh question Mm -hmm. to ask yourself because it's not and I i don't think we should be asking ourselves that you know because it's really hard on us or at least for me and i need to just stop asking myself that and being like this is real life this is your reality there is give yourself other, a break yeah like give yourself a break everything's fine you're doing your best it's okay it's gonna be okay we all need to be a little bit nicer to ourselves in such hard times and i'm glad that you got a new job i think it's it's really it's really cool to have to get a job yeah i'm excited in these crazy times i'm excited i'm excited i'll yeah. let you know how it keeps going okay sounds good well, have a good See Sunday. See you later, You too. And have a good I'll week. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Gracias amigos, espero que les haya gustado No se les olvide darnos un follow aquí en Spotify O donde sea que nos estén escuchando Para que no se pierdan ningún episodio Nos vemos 